Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, the glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you, you can do the same. Let's get rolling. We have the privilege of having Scotty and Kesa Coates with us, and Harvest and Zephaniah. Zephaniah. Hey, Zeph. <laughs> he totally just woke up. He's <laughs> like, who are these people? <laughs> and uh, and I also have Kathy with us today. What's up? Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> And we're gonna we're gonna talk to Scotty and Kesa about some of the amazing stuff that God has been doing with them. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's my that's my awesome. intro. So um, so I I think where I want to start is with your song, your latest song. Yeah. Mountain. So yeah. what's what's the what's the story on that? The backstory. Uh, story of that is I wrote that song at YWAM Kona in Hawaii, uh, Youth with a Mission. Uh, we were there for three months of lecture phase, training to be missionaries, and then went to Norway for three months. But during the time that we were training to be missionaries, um, God really started to work on my heart and uh, show me how to be a friend. I think I learned how to be a son when I got saved, and that's what kind of wrecked me, just like the love of the Father, the pride of a Father's heart over my life. And so I knew I was a son immediately, and then I quickly went from son to servant and uh, kind of to a fault to where I went into sort of a season of striving and uh, trying and not resting and being. And so my time at YWAM is where I really had a major breakthrough and I uh, learned how to be a friend of God and learn what that really means, what it meant for Abraham when he was called a friend of God for just having faith and believing in God. And so that's why I wrote those lyrics, like, I can hear him saying, I can hear him saying, why don't you join me on this mountain? And it was really cool because I was writing it at the base of a volcano <laughs> Actually, looking up a mountain, uh, sort of, and uh, oh, that is cool. and so I just really, actually, just saying what I heard. I can hear him saying, "I want you to join me on this mountain," and because uh, I don't share my secrets with strangers, calling you a deeper friendship. So that's the story of that. The uh, I there's a line in there about um, I don't something about servanthood or service. What does it say? Yeah, I don't need your service. I just want your friendship. Yeah. That's yeah, and it's like he doesn't need your service. Like it says, that, you know, he'll say, well done, good and faithful servant, but he doesn't need it. He wants it from a place of friendship. So that was sort of the breakthrough that I personally had. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great. 
What's up? Nothing with you. So the uh, so so it's you guys have been on a journey now for with what God has kind of called you into for how long? How long has it been going on now? Mm. Not long. Since November. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> November <laughs> of yeah 2016. Wow. Probably. Well, that's right because you got we got like confirmation to go to Kona. <clears throat> Uh, the week before Thanksgiving. Oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so let's let's go back to that point. So, so are you? I mean, I mean, was it literally out of the blue, or was was uh, he kind of like preparing the ground, and then it was going to be like? Well, yeah. as far as like Kona and YWAM, we didn't really even know what that was. Um, I had grown up like hearing YWAM probably here and there, but I really didn't know what it was. And so, um, probably all year. Oh, Starting in April, the Lord started just kind of like hinting things here and there, just like placing before us that we knew a transition was coming. We didn't know if that meant in our position at church. We just felt like a creative push and a bunch of different things. And then, I don't know, it was just like this gradual, just things in front of us. And all year the Lord was telling us to um, sell everything we owned to buy the field was was what the Lord kept putting before us. So that was very scary because we really thought there was going to come a time. We had just bought our first brand new home that he was going to ask us to get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day I was in the bathroom at our house, and I just heard so, like, so clear as day, Kona. It, like, stopped me in my tracks, and I told the Lord if it was him, he'd have to tell Scotty. And then two two days later, Scotty came to me. I didn't say a word. Yeah, hmm. yeah, I was at a coffee shop, and the Lord told me Kona. <laughs> I was at a local coffee shop, and this guy was wearing a shirt that said Kailua Kona on the back of his shirt. And I was like, hey, that's really cool, just because I knew a friend that was there. And I didn't think anything else of it. I actually went right back to working on my laptop. And then it was like the Lord drew my eyes back up and said, look again. And so I looked at it again. I was like, okay, I don't, I'm not getting anything. What? And I was like, look again. And then I had sort of this heart flutter. I was like, oh, no. I like zoomed in on the words Kona. And then I knew instantly that Kesa was thinking the same thing. So I went home and asked her. I just point blank walked in the house, looked her in the face and said, hey, are you thinking Kona? And then she just like went white. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yep, that's what I was thinking. She hadn't told me anything. So we kind of, that was the start of maybe like seven or eight wild kind of burning bush experiences that confirmed that we were supposed to go. So, so we've got a little bit of time. So yeah. <laughs> any of those that you feel like you want to share with, with anybody to... Yeah, I'm trying to think of which one. If you think of one, you can jump in too. No, I don't know. It was just really silly things. Um, it got funny. It did. It got funny. funny. Like Hawaii just showing up everywhere. And we had no <laughs> radar for Hawaii. I would not choose Hawaii. Everyone jokes with you that someone's got to do it. But I wouldn't choose to be in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Like sit, Like sitting and working sitting and working on my laptop again in, in a place and some ladies... <laughs> Zeph's chiming in already. Some older ladies kind of gathering around and, and, and talking to each other and I had my earbuds in. And uh, it was at the church and it was some ladies that I knew. So I popped out one of my earbuds just to say, hey, just to be like nice and cordial. So I wasn't just had my face buried in a laptop. And I popped out an earbud and they're all just like talking about their times in Hawaii whenever they were able to visit Hawaii. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I had a meeting that night with my, my worship team. And then I start, I'm about to start the meeting, and a brand new kid who's brand new to the worship team came and sat down front row, like dead center, right in front of me. 
and he's wearing a hat that says like uh, I think it was like the shaka symbol with the hand mm-hmm. that said hang loose Hawaii mm-hmm. on the on the top of his hat and he sat right in front of me and I was like these are all things that happened during that same day that's awesome <laughs> I was supposed to get a cereal uh for us like at the grocery store and I went to get the cereal and the whole cereal was Moana Disney themed like all the Hawaiians <laughs> it was just like, oh, God. Stuff, but that's how like the Lord works with us it's just like because we already knew we just needed like mm-hmm. a little more confirmation that's a big deal yeah. So, so then there was some more serious ones like, uh, you know, the fun, those funny things came out kind of peppered in between all the more serious ones. Like one morning somebody called me at 9am and they called me and then, and then Casa's phone and then my phone, I was like, Oh, it's just probably something like significant. And I called them back. Uh, cause I think it was like a Saturday morning or something. Mm-hmm. And they picked up the phone and they said, Scotty. And I said, yeah. And they said nothing else. They just said, Scotty. I said, yeah. And they said, are you moving? I said, uh, not that I know of. And they said, no, I think, are you, I think you're moving. And I was like, no, I don't, really don't have any plans to move. And they, they told me about how they had a dream the night before of us. Um, Seth's trying to rip down the podcast stuff. You can play that. They told me about how they had a dream the night before of us with uh, suitcases in our hand and we were moving. And so... I just knew, I just kind of tucked it away in the back of my head. I didn't like think twice about it. I was like, okay, because they were like really gung-ho about it. And I was like, no, we don't have anything like that. And then we just kind of kept it logged in the back of our heads. And then like two weeks later, we got... Uh, this was all before we really clearly heard Kona. Okay, yeah. all these so this little, is like, like all these, these like couple, little things. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, like here, wow. Well, minus so, the like, those little things, like the cereal yeah. and stuff. That all happened within like a week. But these like calls we got were like, we knew something serious was coming, but we didn't know what it oh, was. Wow. So there was more more serious, I guess I would say more serious or more like sobering things that happened. And, and one of them was that um, somebody called us at like 9 a.m. in the morning and they were like super, not anxious, but like kind of chomping at the bit to tell us something. They felt like they had a word from the Lord for us. And we were, okay, so we just kind of took it at face value. But they got on the phone and they said, Scotty. I was like, yeah. And I was like, what is it? Because they were like intense on the other end. They said, are you moving? I said, no, we don't have plans to. And they said, no, I think you're moving. I, I had a dream last night of you guys with suitcases in your hand, and it won't leave me. It's been with me all day long, and now I'm finally to the point where I have to call you and tell you. And I said, no, we don't have any plans. And then I was, like, getting all hyper-spiritual. I was like, maybe we're, like, moving in the spirit. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, like I'm the, you think I'm joking, but, like, you but know, you're uh, like, maybe, like, something shifted. No, he was. You know? But then this was also and before, then, like, the Lord clearly spoke Kona because we yeah. felt like something was coming, but we didn't even know if that just meant, like, where we were at, just a different position, or we had no idea. Yeah, and so, and, uh, so they were, like, really adamant about it, and I said, okay, you know, well, Thanks for calling, you know, what else, what else do you say? I'm like, all right, thank you. And you just kind of tuck it away and put it on the shelf of your mind. And then it was like two weeks later, we got a text from somebody completely unconnected. I did, yeah. Casey got a text from somebody that's totally unconnected to that person. Like, and this person said the same thing. I, they said they've had a dream now for two nights in a row of us with suitcases in our hand moving. And we were like, that's the moment where you go, oh, crap. Now, is this, <laughs> now, now, is this before any this of is the before clarity? Yes, yes. So it's just like... It's like, yes. what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. So that came And then in. along with the Lord, like, speaking to us all year to sell everything you owned to buy the field, we're like, oh, no. Now it's getting this really is getting real. real. Now, now, were you, was that something you both were hearing or was that? Oh, yeah. You yeah. both were hearing that. Yeah. yeah. We were totally prepared to, quote unquote, you know, from, from the scripture from Matthew to sell everything that you have to buy the field. We, we talked about prepared. it many times. Yeah. We were prepared so to buy a field. Your... 
No, like we an no, actual no, field. Because, because we our were ultimate, moving in the spirit. We were flying the field. <laughs> because our, Heck yeah, man. Our, our, I believe it's prophetic still because our ultimate goal is to own a big chunk of land and run a creative school. Yeah, school of creativity and worship. That is our that is that is we will. That's our ultimate goal. Our still. ultimate is to be back in North Carolina and have a big chunk of land. <laughs> that <laughs> is awesome. And Kathy is volunteering right now. Well, I have, go ahead. No, no, it's just go yeah, ahead. That sounds good. I'm not a YWAM base here, but I'm not a YWAMer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so, we've, we've had we some discussions. We'll talk. We'll yeah, talk. we will. Be, yeah, because I yeah. <laughs> so. So, this isn't something so that, maybe that we've been feeling for, yeah. 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 No, so, for real. Cause... Yeah, we had those moments happen with the, you know, had this dream over and over of you guys moving, and we could, she's, and, and the, the lady that texted Kesa was like, I could even feel your emotions. I could feel, like, the anticipation and the fear you were feeling and the excitement you were whoa. feeling, and we are like, whoa, okay, and this person doesn't just, like, text people with dreams. They're very, like, yeah. conservative person for the mm-hmm. most part, and you know, steadfast. And so, and then I think it was like that night we were leaving an event we had just done at church and my mom out of the blue text Kesa and literally out of the blue, all the text said was, you know, I would die if you guys ever moved. (laughs) That was sort of like, that was the feather, you know, it was like, all right, well, there it is. And and she goes, what is this text? Then Kesa read it out loud to me in the car and I was like, oh God, my stomach like dropped. (laughs) So it was just like right, left, right, oh, left, you know, just sure. getting like punches. And all in between, like, you know, my daughter Harvest is watching like a, a George, like Curious George movie. And I'm just passing through the living room to go get something to drink. And it's like literally a person putting the star on top of a Christmas tree in the Christmas episode of George. And the guy's talking about how he'd rather spend Christmas in Hawaii. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> it's like... All of it. That's funny. It was like, I know. That, now, God's got to have it since you yeah. That's funny. It's yeah. very true. It'd be it, moments that would make me laugh and go, for real? We've like, seen that episode <laughs> or millions of times. Never heard that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, wait, what's, what are, what's your side? Because you were getting stuff, too, I guess. Yeah. I, just a bunch of different things. The Lord, like, speaks to me through songs and i don't know that we had like little things together i think it was more like little confirmations for scotty because i heard it so clearly Mm -hmm. that i just knew that i knew and it 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 got really real and so within um when we decided that it was like a friday night and scotty said i'm just gonna go pray we knew that the school we wanted to attend was either happening in january or september and this is like thanksgiving this is thanksgiving the week before thanksgiving and so we knew that it was happening january or september but we just felt that we really needed to be there for january Mm -hmm. and it started out as like a you could go and god would bless you or you could stay here and god would bless you but then it started (laughs) then it shifted (laughs) into like if you don't go it's disobedience. It was like got very, very strong. And so Scotty went out into the garage and prayed. Yeah. He's like, let me just go out, have some time and pray. And he came back in and I was already, prop- I didn't say a word. I was like, we need to be there in January. I already felt that in our spirit. And he came in and he said, no, we got to go. I said, okay. He was out there for maybe like 20 minutes. He's mm-hmm. like, no, we got to go. So that from there, I mean, it was, it was a Friday. So on a, on a Saturday night, we talked to my parents cause they're, um, they live in Charlotte, so we talked to them on FaceTime, and they were totally in agreement. They thought that was sounded right. Then we talked to his parents. It was a little bit different. 
And then she find, they finally came around. So it was not a disagreement. It was just no, no. A, some Sad. severe mourning going on. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> that month, that, the day after that, we talked with our lead pastors that we were under, and we stepped down with them the day after that. And then, so that was a Monday. Tuesday, we put our house on the market. And then that, <laughs> that weekend, they announced at church that we'd be leaving. So this oh, all wow, happened, that happened all in one week? week? Yes. Yeah, like bam, 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 bam. Holy and so cow. then, so the day, so then, <laughs> The Lord know, had been preparing you all year. Oh, yeah, yeah, we were ready. We were ready oh, to, yeah. like, you know, and I, I had even told, I had told Troy, too, like this, I'd already been prepared with this message that there's running, like, even when you hear the voice of God, you have to hear the tone in his oh, yeah, voice, I mean, and then there's running this. seasons and there's walking seasons, and sometimes he's telling you to walk into something, and sometimes he's telling you to run at something, and so... I already been prepared that there's about to be a running season coming. And so we knew that when we knew all year, even when to sell everything that you have, we felt whatever change or shift was coming, it was going to be like an abrupt and we'd have to run into it. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So it literally was a day by day, something new happened, like a new development oh, from a man. conversation, a hard conversation. The next day was, you know, okay, your realtors okay. outside kicking the for sale sign into your brand new like yard and your brand new first house ever as a family. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the tears are flowing, but you still have the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Like we're on the right path. And it was just like by the hour, like for a couple of weeks there. It was crazy. <laughs> so um, that morning after it. <clears throat> it was announced at church, we were sad because we've been on staff there for over six years. So it was a sad transition. And it's just like the Lord is so faithful in every second because I was sitting reading my Bible. Everyone was still asleep. And I was sitting there reading my Bible, journaling, and just sad. I think I was even crying. And then I get a text right from our realtor saying, we just got a full price offer on your home. This was seven <laughs> days after putting it on the market. Uh-huh. Six days. So it's just the Lord's faithfulness is insane. Mm-hmm. Just if you'll step out and do it. It's amazing wow. what, he'll, what he'll do. There's, okay. there's a, a really cool little, little scripture around uh, Isaac and Abraham or Abraham and Isaac, Mm -hmm. and it talks about God talking to Abraham and basically said, because you did this, Mm -hmm. so I will do this. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of like, Mm -hmm. I I know as God what you've Mm -hmm. done. Yeah. People might not know, people might not see, but I see it. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to bless you. Right, and that's what that's, that's what exactly people right. see it as like a, and then to some people is even they don't understand it. We don't expect people to, but it was a very sad time for us. Of course, we're like we have anticipation, but then again, we have no idea what we're stepping into, and we're yeah. selling everything, yeah. and we have two little kids, and we have a six month old at the time and a two year old, and so we had no idea what we were stepping into. So I mean, it was many nights of tears. Mm. It wasn't yeah. like people don't see that; they just see what they see on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. and the excitement part of it. But it was not all, yeah, no, like that. No. <laughs> and, and so, how did you find God during that? Because there was an in between time. There's the okay, mm-hmm. we've done yeah. it, mm-hmm. and yeah. you get the oh, thanks God. But there's a in between time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Our in between time was so short. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a whole lot of the, what what a true way. It was really it, yeah. just a, like I don't just going back to like the scriptures. I don't know. In that time, we would just go back to the scriptures that he had given us all year, and we had really focused a lot on Abraham that year, Scotty and I separately, when we would just come together and talk about what we had been reading, it was always uh, came back to Abraham. And so it was just like confirmation. We'd just go back in journals and see what, and the Lord just continued to bless away because we had no money. This, this, uh, you could say we had negative money because we have like bills and we have student loans and stuff. And this school costs, 
I don't you gotta times everything by four. So like the school <laughs> your, and all of our kids. tickets, yeah. twenty five to thirty thousand dollars yeah. is what we needed. And we, you were bringing a uh, a nan- uh, not a nanny, uh, yes. somebody to help out yes, because for the yeah. first three months. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So all, that was like twenty five to thirty grand is what we needed. I'm gonna pause the conversation right there and pick it up next episode. See you then. Hey guys, I want to share my heart with you guys really quick about investing and coming alongside the coats. They didn't ask me to do this, so this is just me wanting to to support what God is doing. Clearly, God has uh, got his hands on the coats, but if you're thinking about investing in them, you're not only investing in them, you're investing in the mobilization of thousands of missionaries through YWAM and Circuit Riders and Fire and Fragrance. Literally thousands. Uh, I'm going to tell you three easy ways to find out how you can come alongside them, either with one-time gift or, or to join their team as a monthly supporter. Number one, you can text FIRE to 94253. And there's a link there that you can click uh, that says support the coats, uh, and it goes right there. You can go to thekindlingfire.com slash coats, C-O-A-T-S, and you'll have all the information about how to support them and many links about um, the Kona Music Ministry, uh, Circuit Riders, Fire and Fragrance, DTS, YWAM, and so you can get an idea of what they're involved in and how powerful and impactful it is. And the third way is if you go to the podcast show notes, uh, if you're in iTunes, and you'll have the links there. So I hope that you join me in coming alongside them and coming alongside what God is doing in this generation. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want any more information about The Kindling Fire, just go to thekindlingfire.com. Uh, there I've written an ebook called You Can Certainly Do It that I'd love to send to you. Uh, or if you want to up your game, I have the 30-Day Fire Starter Challenge. You can hear all about that at the website. Thanks for listening and be awesome. Hey, if you like the podcast and you want to show us some love, we're on Instagram at The Kindling Fire. Uh, go follow us there, and I put some cool stuff in the Insta stories, and uh, it would be cool to interact with you there. So just a reminder, follow us on Instagram, and be awesome.